Hey, my name is Pastor Jed, and I am so thankful to get to worship and follow our Lord Jesus alongside you and your house church today. If this is your first time joining us or your first time being part of a house church, I want to say welcome. This may look different than anything you have ever experienced before, but we are committed to following the Lord and doing our best to be obedient to what he is showing us. It's worshiping King Jesus. It's about loving each other well. It's about living in community and serving. It's praying together. It's studying the Holy Scripture together and putting it into action. It's being so captivated by him that we cannot keep it in. And that is when our gatherings become this collection of praising King Jesus together because of how we have been spending time with him. I'm so thankful that you are with us and that we get to do this together. We talked about faith last week and we looked at Acts chapter 7 and we scratch the surface in chapter 8. And I want to ask you, how's your faith been this week? Better yet, how have you faithed? Remember, faith is a verb. It's an action. It's trusting the Lord and walking in obedience. Family, walking requires steps to be taken. What did you hear last week that led to you uh, acting? acting in faith? Or maybe what did you hear last week and you simply haven't been obedient? What are you holding on to today that you clearly heard, yet you haven't acted, you haven't walked by faith, you haven't been obedient? Think about all the people that we talked about, and maybe even you brought up in your house church last week, Abraham, Moses, the prophets, Stephen, all of these people real people at a real place in real time, and they stepped out in faith. They walked by faith. I've been praying for you this week and that your faith would increase, that your trust in the Lord would increase as we listen and walk in obedience to what he has shown us. Family, don't forget that we are on mission. If we forget that we're on mission, it's easy to think of faith as just a noun, just a thing, just a word we use, and we only will use it when we talk about God. But as Christ followers, we know that that isn't truth. God's word says in Hebrews 11, as we looked at last week, it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. And so again, I ask you, how are you faithing? Are your ears open? Are you listening to his voice today? I'm going to ask you in your house church to open up your Bibles to Acts chapter 8. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask that you would read it out loud for everyone who has gathered. Acts chapter 8, if your home has kids in it, uh, let them be part of this. There is going to be a timer that comes up. Uh, and when it does, just go ahead and hit pause. Take your time through this. Do not rush through this, family. It is so important. Like I said, get the kids involved, the ones who are old enough. Have them read it. Talk about it together. And then we will come back together and we'll dive deeper into this text. Why do we do this? Family, it is so important that we model what we are talking about, what we are hearing, and what God is showing us. If we're, if we're talking about how important this is to start in our homes, and we must model that now. It's not something we're going to put off. It's not something we're going to uh, get to later. Let's start here. Let's start now, right now. So please read Acts chapter 8 out loud for your house church. And then share what stands out to you. How did God get your attention in this? Get everyone involved. And then I'm going to ask that you would pray together. And after that, we are going to dive deeper into this text. And so let's do that right now.
Hey, as we dive into this text today, I hope that you took notice of verse 4 right there at the beginning that says, But the believers who were scattered preached the good news about Jesus wherever they went. Wherever they went. Remember it said, all the believers were scattered except the apostles. And we asked the question last week, what happens when persecution comes and those who are teachers, those who have been teaching the good news, those who are, are, have been leading, they're separated from us. Look at what they do. I love the message paraphrase of that verse. And it says, forced to leave home base, the followers of Jesus all became missionaries. Wherever they were scattered, they preached the message about Jesus, the good news, the gospel. Have you thought about that as a follower of Jesus listening today? Family, we are sent on mission. Do not let the enemy lie to you about who you are and what you were created to do. Our God is a sending God. Amen. Out of all the ways, out of all the ways, he, choose, he chooses you and me to go and to tell the good news about Jesus. That is how he operates. He uses us to go into our neighborhoods. Don't forget that you have been placed on your street with a divine purpose. He uses us to go into our workplaces. That's right, your job. You were sent there for a reason. He uses us to share with our family, our friends, all designed for his glory. And he even uses us to go to the places that we couldn't have fathomed. He puts us in front of people that we have never would have never imagined. And that's where we're gonna be looking at today. Look at verse five of Acts chapter eight with me. Philip went to the city of Samaria and told the people there about the Messiah. Family, that's faith. And look what happens. It says the crowds listened intently to Philip because they were eager to hear his message and see the miraculous signs he did. Many evil spirits were cast out, screaming as they left their victims. And many who had been paralyzed or lame were healed. Amen. If you're reading along with me, read verse out, read verse eight out loud with me. It says, so there was great joy in that city. Look at what happens when the good news comes. The result is right there. It says there is joy. And let me ask you today, what about your heart? Is there joy? Where is the enemy robbing you of joy today? There's so much in this chapter that we could look at, uh, but here's where I want us to focus, right here in the story, right near the end of this chapter. Look at this, the story that we get to uh, starting in verse 26. So go ahead and uh, go right now in your Bibles, verse 26, family. Today's message is all about listening. If God says that it is impossible to please him without faith, that's pretty clear. We must walk by faith. We must live our lives operating by faith, believing and trusting that God is all-powerful, amen, all-knowing, that he is provider, that he is in control. And in order for us to walk by faith, we must listen. 2 Corinthians 5, 7 says, for we walk by faith, not by sight. In order to hear him speak and know where to go, we must know his voice. And in order for us to know his voice, we must be spending time in his word and spending time with him. Family, we must listen. It is so important. Look at verse 26. It says, as Philip, an angel of the Lord, as for Philip, an angel of the Lord said to him, go south down the desert road that runs from Jerusalem to Gaza. He doesn't get all the details up front. He simply is told, go south. And I love this next line in verse 27. It says, so he started out. So he started out. He didn't question it. He didn't argue. He didn't ignore it and act like it didn't happen. He didn't sit on the information and think it over for days or weeks or months or years or decades. 
The text said, so he started out. Another translation says, he got up and went. That's action. That's movement. That's obedience. And obedience requires us to be ready, to be willing, to trust, and most importantly, to listen. And I want to ask you today, can you ask yourself that question? How has my response been as God has prompted my heart? Did you get up and go? Did you do what he said? At what point did you start to doubt? And the text tells us that Philip meets this man along the way, a man of, of great authority under the queen of Ethiopia. Wow, didn't we just talk about that? God uses us, real people, at a real time, a real place, and he will take us places we can never fathom and put us before people that we have never imagined. It says the man had gone to Jerusalem to worship and he was now returning. Seated in his carriage, he was reading aloud from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Verse 29, the Holy Spirit said to Philip, go over and walk along beside the carriage. Family, in order for us to, to walk by faith, we must listen. Has that sank in yet? Family, we must listen. Listening is not a one-time thing. Remember the first thing that Philip was told. He said, uh, the uh, angel said, go south. That's not much information. And we don't like that. We want all the details up front. Philip wasn't told exactly uh, what the coordinates were going to be or, or who he was going to talk to or how he was going to be used. He was simply told, go that way. And it says he went. And I wonder how many of us listening to this today stepped out in faith when God prompted our hearts. Maybe you were obedient to the, to the way that God called you uh, to go. Maybe for some of you, it was, it was to join a house church. And you've done that. And God has been prompting you to get into community, that you had been uh, trying to do it alone. And he had, he had been showing you how important community was and how important it was to get around other people. And you did it. You were here and you were part of a house church and you followed in obedience. But I want to ask you today, maybe that's you. How have you been listening ever since? Have you gotten comfortable? Are you still listening to his voice? Are you walking by faith, actively listening? I've only been given this much information. I'm going to do what he says, but I'm dependent on his voice to tell me the rest. And I wonder how many of us truly rely on his voice to show us the way. Family, it's active listening. Look at verse 30. Philip ran over and heard the man reading from the prophet Isaiah. Philip asked, do you understand what you're reading? Let's just pause right there. When's the last time you ran toward God in obedience? It says the passage of scripture he had been reading was this. He was led like a sheep to the slaughter. And as a lamb is silent before the shears, he did not open his mouth. He was humiliated and received no justice. Who can speak of his descendants? For his life was taken from the earth. The man asked Philip, tell me, uh, was the prophet talking about himself or someone else? So beginning with the same scripture, Philip told him the good news about Jesus. Wow, this scripture is about Jesus. And here this man of great authority, he is going along the road reading scripture. And look at what happens. Think about this account. Think about uh, walking in faith and think about uh, how when we are given these opportunities, how the enemy lies Right off the bat, Philip was, was told, go south. He wasn't given all the details. He was just told to go. Think about the doubts that would come in. What's south? Uh, what's, what's, what's that direction? How long will it take? What's, what's going to happen when I get there? What if, what if I never find it? Remember, it's a desert road. What is there in a desert? Nothing. It's barren. There's hardly any life there. 
What if I run out of water? Where am I going to get food from? Where, why, how? All the doubts the enemy can put in our minds. And family, if we listen and we start believing these lies, they can paralyze us from following and trusting. And then I want us to think about when he meets this man along the way. He is of great authority to the queen of Ethiopia. Oh gosh, what will he think of me? What if he rejects me? What if I get arrested for for getting close to him or bothering him? He's reading the scriptures. Therefore, he probably knows more than me. And all these doubts and worries, they, they, they become the loudest voice. And instead of listening to the one voice that we must hear in order to walk by faith, the, the one voice that we must depend on. And it says that Philip gets to tell this man about Jesus. And as they rode along, they came to some water and the man said, look, there's some water. Why can't I be baptized? He ordered the carriage to stop and they went down to the water and Philip baptized him. Wow. Look at where God can take you, who he will put you in front of and how you can be used if we would just listen. Family, we must listen. We will never get to the place where God has prepared for us. We will never get to witness to the people God has waiting for us. And we will never be used the way God created us to be used if we don't listen. Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are God's masterpiece. Have you forgotten that truth today? You, you listening to this right now, you are God's masterpiece. He created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. Family, we must listen. Have you forgotten that today? You have been saved by grace, a gift given by the one who created you. That Jesus, though he was God, did not find equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took on the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. And when he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. Family, that's the gospel. That's the good news. The sin that was, that was leading us to death. The sin that was leading you to death. You have been saved the sin that separated you from a holy God, you listening to this right now, it has been paid in full by the blood of Jesus, our Savior, our Lord, our Messiah. Our debt has been paid. And it is by his blood that you can now come close to God. And not only have you been saved from something, but you have been saved for something. You were not saved by good works, but you were saved for good works. In order for us to carry out what we were created for, family, we must listen. It's not a one-time thing. It's actively listening. It's hearing his voice and immediately going. It's running towards what he has said. It's following him. It's trusting him. Family, that is faith. And do not forget that you are on mission. It requires action. I found it funny this week as I was preparing for the message. I'm doing my best to listen. I'm I'm doing my best to be obedient, to share what the Lord wants us to hear as a body, as a community, as a church. And I'm in my study and wow, the loudest, most alarming noise goes off. Every device around me, it's it's going off. It's this test from the National Wireless Emergency Alert System. It says the purpose to maintain and improve alert and warning capabilities at the federal, state, local, tribal, and territorial levels and to evaluate the nation's public alert and warning capabilities. No action is required. And I wonder how many of us live our lives like this. 
We clearly hear it. Our hearts are prompted. It's undeniable. It's loud. It gets our attention. It might even alarm us. Yet we don't think any action is required. And just as I did on my device last Tuesday at 2.20 p.m., we dismiss it and we move on. And sadly, I hear this too much from people. I haven't heard anything. I don't know if God would ever speak to me. I don't know what he's calling me to do. I don't know which way to go. And family, unlike the the alarm from last Tuesday, God's not going to send you a news article in advance telling you when he is going to share every detail with you and what the purpose is. And all you have to do is hear it and there is no action required. This is not how he operates. He's looking for those who are willing and ready. He's looking for those who uh, will faith, who will step out in faith, who will be obedient to what he calls us to do. And how do we get there? Family, we must listen. And it's, it's different than just hearing. It's, it's, it's hearing and then going. It's putting uh, what we're hearing into action and following in obedience. In order to hear him speak, we must know his voice. And in order for us to know his voice, we must be in his word and spending time with him. We will never be uh, where we're supposed to be doing what we were created to do if we do not listen to his instruction and follow in obedience. I'm sure the man who Philip had this incredible encounter with, uh, he could not keep it in. Who do you think he went and told the story to? How many people do you think he went and told the story to? I guarantee it was every conversation he had. And for Philip, it required listening to get up and go. It's obedience and action. It requires some things from us. It's saying, I'm committed to this and I'm leaving this behind. I'm heading this way toward the place that God said. Where is it today for you? Family, it's sacrifice. In order to be ready, it's going to require us to to give. What is it today that God is calling you to give? Are you being obedient in worship? Giving him what he asks of you. For Philip, it was getting close to someone, a complete stranger, and being fully present. It's, It's going all in. What about you today? Are you all in today? Are you willing to step outside of your comfort zone? Are you willing to go deeper with people, to walk alongside them and share Jesus? Family, I believe the Lord is calling this community, this body of believers, this church to go, to go into places we couldn't fathom, to to go in front of people we could never imagine and to be used in ways that we can't even see yet. But it's going to require some things. Family, we must listen. I want to encourage you this week, right now, you listening to this, I want to encourage you this week to set aside intentional time each day, every single day this week, Set a calendar reminder for yourself. Set a note uh, next to your desk or, or wherever you work at. Make a note to yourself. Do your best every single day this week to stop and pray. And I would love for all of us to pray this same prayer together. Lord, here I am. I'm ready and I'm listening. Would you just get silent before him? Pray that prayer with me. Be still before him and listen for his voice. Write down the things that he he puts on your heart. Make sure you have a notepad right there as you are actively listening. Write down the things. Don't leave it there. Share it with your house church. Share it with your pastor. Share it with the people. Uh, Share the people in the places that God speaks to you. Keep listening. It's active listening. 
And family's going to cost us something. For Philip, it was his time. It was his energy. It was his possessions. Leaving everything behind to do what God was calling him to do. What is it today that you need to give to God? How is God wanting to use your, you and your stuff? Maybe it's a step of faith today and maybe it's giving for the very first time. Family, you can give to this ministry. You listening right now, you can give to this ministry by going to our website, miamivalley.org, or our mobile app and clicking on the Give button. Why do we do that, family? Because we want to be ready to go and to do the things that he calls this body to do, to be part of what he has for us. And part of that is being financially ready to be, be able to step into those opportunities. And it requires commitment. It's saying, I'm committed to following the Lord. And maybe that's where you are today. Maybe that's a step that you need to take today. Would you speak it today, right now? Today, right now, I'm going to follow the Lord. I am committed to following Jesus. Write it down. Tell someone about it in your house church. From this day forward, I am committed to following Jesus. Wherever he would have me go, before whoever he would have me speak, the ways he wants to use me, I am committed to following Jesus. If you've never taken that step, would you let your pastor know today? We want to come alongside you, encourage you, and celebrate with you. This is, this is amazing. Family, we must listen. It's not a one-time thing. It's actively listening. I believe that he wants to take us into places we couldn't fathom, to be in front of people we could never imagine and to be used in ways that we can't even see yet. And so right now, may your faith in him increase this day until Jesus comes back. May we be found faithful, obedient, trusting the Lord, and doing good.